Whenever bad things happen in life, sometimes we find ourselves just questioning God, like, why me, God, or why did you allow this to happen, God? And I know for us, when we look back on our story of infidelity, there certainly have been questions all along the way, just like, God, why did you not stop this? You could have stopped this. And so today, we're going to explore that topic a little bit and just give you some insights into what God has taught us through our journey of infidelity. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and my wife is grinning at me because she loves to hear me just say the same intro. No, I'm grinning because I wanted to say, hey guys, did y'all enjoy that introduction? Because I tried it six times, and I cannot do them. I have a mental block on Mm. the little preview to the episode. It's fine. The little intro. Yeah, the little clip. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, we are glad to be back. Uh, And we did have some people that said they got warm fuzzies with your welcome. I know. I told you. (laughs) I told you people just Uh like, oh, see, they're back. They're back. And that's just what they like to hear. And everybody missed us last week, I hope. Yeah, hope so. We took a week off. We did. Took a week off. Uh, It is the middle of the summer. Don't know when you're actually listening to this, but this is the middle of the summer. And uh, we were not in the same place last weekend, so I may we, or may not have been on the beach. You, you probably were. That um, was great. That was the rumor, <laughs> and so we weren't together, so we weren't able to record. And we're back now, and we're glad to be back. And we're gonna just jump right on in. And sometimes I think it's hard for us to. We have there's so many topics that we can that we can discuss. And you guys are so helpful. Um, We sent out, we have a survey. And if you're not familiar with our survey, I'll put it in the show notes so that you can uh, go and fill that out if you want to. But it's just a way for our listeners to give us some feedback on uh, topics that you would like to hear on our podcast and then other resources, which this is a great time for that because we're in the middle of of a rebrand that's going to be launching in August probably and a lot of resources and things. So if you if you want some input, uh, it's a survey that takes like less than five minutes. But all that to say, you guys have given us so many topics and you're so great whenever we throw that out on social media. I mean, it's immediate and we have quite a few that will that will give us some some ideas. And so there's tons and tons of topics out there. And we've kind of tossed around, well, it's summertime, how many people are, you know, are really faithfully listening, because people are going on vacations and traveling, and you're just not in your regular routine. And then it's like, well, we also have, what, like 110 episodes or something like that? I don't know which one this is. And people binge this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... It really doesn't matter, to be honest. Um, I mean, as long as we're sharing content and giving giving things, people will go back and listen, and they may listen who knows when, because we get new listeners all the time. Yep. So all that to say, we just didn't feel led to, you know, we did the last few weeks, we, we, we shared some funny stories, kind of took things a little bit lighter as we, as we got into the summer. But we just want to, you know, continue with real marriage topics, real stories, and part of our story. And we do understand that so many of our listeners are attracted to us because our story gives hope to marriages that are struggling and marriages that may be broken. Um, 
and also just people that are interested in, hey, tell us what you learned through your journey so that the same thing doesn't happen. So, uh, so we're just going to jump in with a pretty, I mean, it's a little bit of a hard topic today, a little bit of a hard um, just uh, discussion, I guess, to have. Uh, but just in thinking about how when something bad happens, it's just human nature to ask why. You know, why did this happen? And it's it's human nature to question God. And obviously when we went through what we went through, so if you don't know our story, very short version, Heather confessed to being unfaithful uh, back in 2011, so almost 12 years ago. And uh, so it started us on this journey of healing and restoration, reconciliation, redemption. And, you know, I had this moment of, you know, a bit of a faith crisis in some ways because I did question God. And there were real questions of why would you allow this to happen to me or why did this happen to me? Why me? And, you know, you probably had a lot of those same questions along the way and even afterwards uh, because our belief and our theology is that God is an all-powerful God, and if we believe that, then we also believe that He can stop anything at any time. He can stop evil. He can stop. And so then it becomes, well, why didn't you? You know, why does God allow evil? And we're not going to solve that. <laughs> we're not going to solve that for you today. If In the, our 30 minute the question, The question of why does God allow, why does a good God allow evil in the world? We're not, we're not going to go there today necessarily. But we are going to go to our story and just look at this angle of God could have stopped this mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. But he chose to allow it. I mean, we we have to believe that. If we believe that God is an all-powerful God, we have to believe that he allowed it to happen. So why in the world did he allow this to happen to us? Yeah. So That's the question that we're going to address today. All right, why don't you answer it? Well, the whole thing. Okay, bye. (laughs) So the whole thing um, for me um, is really quite difficult to look back on um, because there are specific moments in time that I can look back and think if I had seen that for like in truth, then it wouldn't have happened. If she would have said this to me, it wouldn't have happened. If I had been at this appointment, you see what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. there are things that I can look back and go, oh my gosh, if I had known that, it never would have happened. Or if this was revealed to me, it never would have happened. And that's honestly, at the beginning, that was exceedingly painful for me to look back on. And thank God, why didn't you allow that to be revealed because that would have turned me off to the situation and I never would have gone down that path um, had it been revealed. Mm -hmm. And so that, I mean, like there is a literal moment in time that I can go back to where I was supposed to have coffee with someone and Logan ended up getting a a horrible, horrible rash that we had to be at the allergist when the door opened. 
and I wasn't able to have coffee with that person that would have led to a discussion that would have changed the whole trajectory, I believe, of what I would have chosen to do. So with that being said, I mean, that's the non-detailed version, but, mm-hmm. but with that being said, why? Why didn't, why did I not get to that appointment? Why were those things not said? Why was I not turned off to the situation that I was fixing to walk into um, at that time? And I, and I, and I had to deal with that for a while. I did lots of hard work with the Lord on that. I did lots of hard work with my, my marriage counselor on that, with my mentor on that. Um, because I just didn't understand why God allowed me to go through this um, and allowed us to go through this um, if it could have been stopped, if I could have been broken before it happened. Um, And the answer that I have is that God knew exactly what it would take to turn my eyes towards him. God knew exactly what it was going to take to break me and God also knew the power that our story could have in our marriage and how we would then use it as a platform to bring honor and glory to him and make marriages stronger Mm. and I believe that with everything in me if we chose not to have a podcast, if we chose not to do speaking engagements, if we chose not to do all the things we're doing because we're passionate about Jesus, I would have walked through what I walked through just to fall in love with him. Mm. And I think that us choosing to honor him with this ministry is an added bonus to that. But I, I really would walk through it again to fall in love with him the way that I have and for our marriage to be in such a better place than it was. So, with that being said, I think that if I had not gotten to the very, very bottom of myself, just seeing who I was apart from Jesus, I don't think I would have gotten there any other way. And so for me to be able to look back and be able to thank him for breaking me the way that he did, I think, um, is a a very, very powerful thing. I talk to lots of um, women who are praying for their husbands in this way. And I say, without without Mm -hmm. apology, um, pray for him to be broken. Pray that God will break him no matter what it takes, that he will break him in a way that he sees who he is without the Lord, that he sees his sin for what it is, and that he has to turn to God and say, I can't do this without you. I need your help. And and I think that that's where, where I was. That's um, to be able to thank God for allowing it, I think is a really, really hard place to get, but worth it. When I look at the the story um, and think about God and His interaction and how He, where you know, where was He uh, through all this? It's there's so much 
like it's just hard to wrap your brain around anybody that's going through anything that's hard. It's hard to wrap your brain around that God's allowing this for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that so much of this is also because there's sin. I mean, it is just there's sin in the world. And so there's choices. Everybody has choices. We make choices every day. And you may be one of those that you're watching your spouse make poor choices. You may be making poor choices yourself. And yes, God can throw, he can do anything to change that and to make, you know, circumstances. Because look, let's be honest, if we were able to see a whole picture of our life, we would see probably so many things that God stopped from mm-hmm. happening. Protected us. That from. God protected us. But there's also this real part of the of the spiritual realm where we're making choices that are sinful all the time and they lead us down this certain path. And so when I start thinking about our story in particular, do I think that that God could have orchestrated it for you to get your get you know for him to get your attention in another way you know you say that's what I had to have well God still was just allowing you to make those poor choices right and even with the story that you told about your you know how you were supposed to go and meet with somebody we don't know the whole we don't know the spiritual realm but if you think about okay well maybe there was this choice of this other person to meet with you. Mm-hmm. And God was helping to to put that on her heart and, and, and you know, and encourage y'all to meet together. But then the enemy sweeps in again and says, no, I'm going to, I'm going to give Logan a rash. So you can't, so she can't go to that meeting. And again, I'm just, you know, we don't and know we how don't it all, know we don't happened. know how it <laughs> yeah, all works. That's like, right. That's right. And that's fine. Yeah. But if you if you look at it that way and you and you see that that in the in the big picture of bringing glory to God, that God had to be able to step back from our situation and go, I can't allow this to continue to happen because if they make the right choices after it's all and and that's another thing, God did. I mean, at some point, he stopped it. That's right. So, I mean, there were there was a there was a moment when it was found out, That's and right. it, and so even that, you know, you have to just trust. Okay, God's timing in all this, because if it had gone further, who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have made the choice right. to stick with this mm-hmm. marriage. But in in the sovereignty of God and Him looking at this and going, all right. If this happens, as painful as it is, they make the right choices, and somewhere down the line, like literally hundreds of marriages could be could be healed because of this story. Right. So it's all, you have to turn it and look, all right, for God's glory, whatever that is. Now, there's people out there that are thinking, well... This has happened to us, and it didn't turn out the same way. Well, again, there's still the human element of sin. Mm-hmm. 
And there's still the fact that, you know, if it's your spouse, you can't fix your spouse. And your spouse may not be at a point where, you know, it it's not... It's not like all of these just everything just lines up in a in a line and and everything's perfect, you know, and and because again, there's still sinful choices that happen. But even in that, you have to trust. Like for me, what would have happened if you had said, "I'm just done with this." Like like, you know, I've messed up so bad. I'm just going to go off and live this other life. Well, I mean, do I still trust that God is in control? Do I still trust that God can redeem my situation, even if it doesn't include you and marriage? And, well, I have to, because if I'm following Jesus, I can't fix you. And the choices that you make, it may not line things up perfectly for me to be able to one day have a podcast and speak to people and do marriage coaching and have live happily ever after, because you're still making sinful choices. And so I have to be at a point where I say, God, I trust you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to go every step. I'm going to do everything that I can because I want to bring you glory. And when that happens, when you are following Jesus and you're following God and you're doing, you are doing what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do, he will receive the glory. And at some point, it may not even be until the other side of this life, but you'll be able to look back and go, ah, I see how God was getting the glory for this. Because I can promise you God is sovereign enough and big enough and bigger. He's bigger than sin. He's bigger than evil. He's bigger than Satan. And so he will receive the glory for every situation. It's just we don't always know exactly what it is. I don't really know where all that just came from, but <laughs> I don't ever I don't good. even really know if I've thought through it that much. I know that I've thought through I've thought through Job. And that's where, you know, when you when you try to back this like people might say, well, "Where are you getting this from?" I mean, it is biblical, but when you look at stories in the Bible, especially Job, you know, I can remember I, when we were going through this, even when we had not reconciled yet, we were still fighting for our marriage and everything was not good. One night I woke up in the middle of the night and I literally read the book of Job, which is a long <laughs> freaking book. But I read it and I just realized at that... You, you know, and you've probably heard people say, oh, that's a modern-day Job. But I did sort of feel that way. I felt like that at some point there was this discussion, and God said, have you considered my servant Rusty? Or have you considered my couple, you know, Heather and Rusty? And that's when he allowed things to happen, just like in the book of Job. You know, it was... When Satan was like, I'm, I'm, I want to find somebody that's going to deny God. And he's like, have you considered Job? And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I promise he's going to turn his back on you. And God's like, no, he's not. And he did. He hit him with everything. I mean, wiped out his family, just all kinds of stuff. You know, he lost all of his possessions, and still he wouldn't turn his back on God. And, and, but he could have. And if, and if he did, 
would the story have ended different? Well, it would have been different, but God would eventually have found the way to get the most glory and to get the glory from that. It's good stuff. It'll preach for sure. You're just listening. Well, I'm I'm just sitting here. I mean, and I think one thing people don't understand is talking through this. I mean, it just brings back all sorts of emotions mm-hmm. of, you know, just how thankful that I am that, you know, we've said before that I know for sure that when God knit you together in your mom's womb, he knew that you were going to journey with me through this. And you've said before, you considered it and consider it one of your highest callings mm-hmm. is to walk through to walk through that season with me. And, and so I just, I don't know. I just, it brings back so much emotion and so much thankfulness, but then also such a, like, I just am so like, I want people to hear that to, that God is in control. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is in control of the good times. He's in control of the bad times because I know that there are lots of people out there who feel completely out of control in their marriage and they feel like their marriage is unraveling and maybe their spouse is not, you know, is not doing what they're supposed to be doing or it's not honoring God with their actions or honoring their spouse with their actions. Or maybe you're living in fear of things happening or I mean there's so many situations out there that I just want to say like you may be in the middle of the wait Mm -hmm. before the break happens Mm -hmm. before the brokenness happens you know and and so don't give up hope like continue to pray for your spouse continue to pray for your marriage Reach out to us and ask us to pray for your mm-hmm. marriage um, and 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 just not lose hope in the fact that God is in control, that he allows things to happen, but he wants to receive the glory for every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Man, there's so much that just keeps going through my head, and I'm like, how can I actually put this into words <laughs> that it would actually help somebody? And I know that's kind of what we're supposed to be doing on this podcast is putting putting our thoughts into words but one of the things that I kept thinking about as you were sharing you know those words just then was just how like this is our story and nobody can I mean the things that we're taking we're not making up any of this like we are so real and raw with everyone that's listening and none of it is made up. None of it is that we're just doing this for attention and we don't really even like each other and we don't have a good marriage. I mean, and, but I do think there's so many people that w- will even respond to us on Facebook or, or Instagram or different places. And it's almost like, no, there's there's no way. Or, or I would never, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. And, like, here, here's the thing. I hope that in your marriage, like, that's your attitude. I hope that your your attitude is, oh, you know, I, that's the one thing. The, the, the affair, the, you know, I could not stay with my husband or my, my wife if they had an affair. I mean, that should be your attitude. Because if not, then you're just like, oh, I don't care, you know. But 
if you're if you're if you are faced with it like we were then you have choices to make and i'm just telling you that god is for marriage and so in every situation i believe that god wants there to be reconciliation mm-hmm. he wants to redeem the marriage but there's also that situation those situations which plenty of you listening are fall into this category where your spouse is just not i mean they're they're not changing mm-hmm. and maybe it's a maybe it's habitual mm-hmm. and you know and even then like i i believe that god wants that marriage to be reconciled but your spouse still has choices and is still choosing to sin and in that case it may not i mean they may never make the correct choices to be able to mend your marriage. That's just a reality. It happens. Even then, God can redeem your situation. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, your spouse is going to change. Your spouse may go to their grave continuing to make poor decisions. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe you do get a divorce and 10 years later, you get remarried. That has happened. We have friends that that's hap- that that has happened to. But God can still redeem your situation, and so that's why we're just saying to yes, fight for your marriage, but in it all, trust that God is in control. And when you're doing, when you're following Jesus, He's going to get the glory for the choices that you're making. That's Not right. the choices that your spouse is that your spouse is making. That's right. And so, if your marriage has ended in divorce, or it because of habitual sin, or whatever has led to that, like God can still redeem your heart and who and and the effect that you have on the lives of other people mm-hmm. and your story and what that new story is going to look like. And so it's not the end because he has a perfect plan for you as well. And as for marriages, we are, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we hate to see a marriage end in divorce, but we also have walked with plenty of people who it is habitual and they won't stop and it just continues. And, and they're like, but, but I don't want to give up, you know, and and they think they're a disappointment to God if they do give up. And that's not it. Like, God can redeem your story. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing you can control is to be able to say, okay, God, even if, even if it ends like this in divorce or whatever, I still want you to have the glory and receive all the glory in my life and in my story. Mm-hmm. So what is that going to look like now? Yeah, it's like the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the Bible when they said, we're not going to bow down and worship Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar, mm-hmm. and they were going to throw him in the fiery furnace, and they said, it's fine. That's throw right. us in there. Mm-hmm. And they said, God can save us. But if he doesn't. But if he doesn't. That's right. That was, And that's the key. But if he doesn't, we're still gonna praise him that's right because we know he is able and that's the whole point of what we're talking about god was able to stop it at any time Mm -hmm. and i could have easily said 
nope, we have set, we, we made vows to each mm-hmm. other and we were going to be faithful to each other forever. And you broke those vows mm-hmm. and biblically, adultery, I can walk away from this marriage. But like I've said a million times, I believe that God said, I'm giving you permission to leave, but I'm asking you to stay. And so when I heard that and knew that that was a part of our story, that we were going to be able to to journey through this. And I mean, I we've said before we would never go back and do it again, but we wouldn't change who we are. And or where we are. Or where we are. Yeah, who we are and where we are because of it. It's so hard to put that into words, though, because people don't understand mm-hmm. that. That's and they're right. like, oh, no way. I mean, we've even had somebody that responded to us one time on social media that said, oh, no, I even if my spouse, like, doing this made them turn to Jesus or become a Christian or love Jesus, I would, there's no way that I would go through that Mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, I'd probably say, I mean, I would probably say the same thing if it had never happened to me. I'd be like, no, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you find Jesus another way than cheating (laughs) on me. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, people can't, can't argue with our story and they can't, I mean, it's impossible to look at us and not see redemption, hope, God getting the glory for something mm-hmm. that Satan thought he was going to absolutely destroy a marriage. Yep. Yep. And so here we are. Do we have a couple of minutes? Go or are for we it. done? Are you sure? We're are right sure? at okay. 30 okay. minutes. Okay, okay, okay. Don't cut me off. Nope, I'm not. Um, it okay. doesn't matter. Okay. We've had people tell us we need to go longer anyway, <laughs> right. so That's maybe right. this okay. is our first well, longer it, I won't make it too much longer. Um, if you were with us um, in the last few weeks, we've been talking, we did funny stories about our marriage, and one of them was, um, I'm not going to retell the story, but at, it's a story about that time in our life when we were at that um church the square house yeah. <laughs> in the parking the lot of shelter. the church the shelter in the parking lot of the church and we were there for a little less than a year and just the very quick version of us of something that happened to us while we were there um rusty was the youth minister at this church and there was a there was sisters who their mom um was paid to be the um nursery help um, at the church and these two girls, um, came to church with their mom because they had to be there, um, every Sunday night and Wednesday night. And one of the girls was a junior in high school and she had never, um, accepted Christ as her savior. And her mom wanted that so desperately for her. Um, but she just had never had a relationship, a good relationship with the youth minister, never just clicked in with the youth group just she was there because she had to be well I don't know how God well God used Rusty in a powerful way and one Sunday night during youth um, group I could just tell she was really really listening and really um, things were were sinking in and then after our youth group time we went to the main service on Sunday night and during the Sunday night service, um, this sweet girl walked down the aisle and accepted Christ as her Savior on a, on a Sunday night. Well, the very next Saturday, so less than a week after that, she and her boyfriend were, um, it was prom, and she and her boyfriend were driving, and um, the boy lost control of the car 
and there was no alcohol or anything involved. Um, but he lost control of the car. They hit a tree and both of them were killed instantly. Um, one of the hardest things we've walked through, um, matter of fact, they even came and got Rusty in the police car to help go and tell, um, the family, the mom that they, that they had lost, um, their little girl, a hard, hard thing that we went through. But Rusty and I have said on numerous occasions that we would have walked through whatever that looked like. And for us, it just looked like a year at this church. But if that was the only reason we were there, we would have walked through there, walked through that just for this sweet girl to have made a profession of faith, accept Christ as her savior, just six days before she ultimately um, was killed and spent eternity in heaven. And I think about that story a lot when I think about people that we, um, walk with and then our story of course our story and just think would we go through that for this outcome and and I think that when you're walking through it you're like there's no way there's no way I would choose ever to walk through this but when you get to the other side and you see how God has redeemed it and restored it and made it such a beautiful thing, then you're willing, You it's easy to look back and go, yeah, I would have done that. And so if you are in the throes of it, if you're walking through it and you're like, there's no way I'm ever going to get out of, the, out of this. There's no way. Just keep believing, keep trusting, keep knowing that even though God's allowing it. He would never allow something that wasn't ultimately for your good and for his glory, no matter what the outcome looks like. Mm, That was good. That was worth the extra three or four minutes. So, um, you know, I hope that our story gives you hope and you may be in a spot because we hear from people all the time that just say, I, you know, I don't know what else to do. I don't have hope. And we wish that we were with you all the time. We could talk to you. We could hug you. We could guide you. Um, But sometimes you just need somebody to pray for you. And if that's the role that we can play in your story, then please let us know. uh, Because we do faithfully pray for people that reach out to us and ask for that. So, um, hey, wherever you are in your journey... Keep fighting, keep pushing forward, and keep trusting that God has your story in the palm of His hands. And whatever happens, He's going to receive the glory for it. So, hey, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys 